I just am so fucking thankful for therapy because I have yeah. learned so much about emotions and being more in tune with myself and understanding which emotions I operate in more and actually being able to identify them. Ugh, I just feel, I feel really, really grateful to be in the headspace that I'm in. Hello and welcome to Big Girls Gone Wild. We're your hosts, Kat and Anne. We're creatives, curvy girls, and your big sisters on the internet. On Big Girls Gone Wild, we talk about life, love, and living confidently. We hope you love this episode, so let's get wild. All right, welcome back to Big Girls Gone Wild. Yee! We've got a chit-chat, hang out with us, super chill, catch-up episode today. Yes. Kat's been having a lot of fun this week. I was having fun this week. Different stories, different vibes <laughs> to share. I did a little traveling, so I'll talk about that. And Kat, what are you going to talk about? I've been dating. <laughs> and we can't wait to hear about it. Exactly. I have to admit that I did get a full report, so I am caught up but eager to hear even more <laughs> about the gentleman caller situation. Awesome. What else besides that has been going on for you since we last recorded? Because it's actually been a couple of weeks. Yeah. Okay. So it's been a couple of weeks. I'm super excited because a project that I just filmed with Lululemon has finally gone live. Yeah. And this is something that I've been like keeping on the wraps for several months now. I actually knew about this, I don't know, back in April or end of March. Was yeah, it's been a while. Started. It's been a while. And I loved how the project turned out. I've just been feeling really balanced and very creative and I'm doing yeah. a really good job with the work-life balance thing of not working after a certain time in the day and still just really sticking to my normal new routine. So drinking lots of water, staying hydrated. I just finished uh, The Invisible Half. So good. Such an incredible book. Nice. I absolutely loved it. First book of 2023 for me. <laughs> nice. Well, first book that I've read. I've listened to a couple other books. And yeah, just been rocking and rolling with my assistant. Have started rolling out content that's more cooking related and food related. Yay. And yeah, I'm meeting with some new business partners to figure out what the next steps are for some new endeavors that I have on the horizon. And yeah, just feeling really good and really yeah. grateful. And I think it's so funny. I was talking to my therapist about this because I have wanted to leave Colorado Springs for a while now. And I was like, yeah. why the fuck is it that the minute I have said to the universe that I'm going to move to Nashville in December, I meet someone. Yeah. Why is it that like I start going out more? I like meet people who follow me on socials or who follow our podcasts or all of these things. And I'm like, the things that I have been looking for in Colorado Springs for years that I have not been able to find are now magically appearing and I'm trying to peace out. Yeah. I mean, I said this to you earlier in the week, but I truly do think it's when you give yourself permission to wrap things up if you want to and kind of give yourself that freedom and say, like, I'm not trapped here. I can go. Like, if this isn't working, I will cut strings. Actually, I think there's, like, a huge amount of emotional freedom in that. Yeah. And I'm sort of not surprised that the universe is like, oh, well, now that you have come to that conclusion, you know, we'd like to provide you with some of the things that you were hoping for. Let's dangle some carrots in your yeah. face. <laughs> right? Yeah, definitely. How's your week been? Good. It was really, the second half was really busy. The first half I was still on vacation with my husband. So that was nice. 
Um, I think I'm actually, uh, our positions are almost so slightly reversed at the moment because um, I do really like it here, but Portland is one of my favorite cities. And that was one of the places my husband and I went. And I did end up being like, oh, oh no. Like I'm going back to a city where there's not as much of a food scene. Um, politically, it's just a lot more divided or mixed here than it, it would be in Portland. Um, and, and just a few other things where I was like, oh man, I still just really love the Pacific Northwest because I lived in Seattle for quite a few years. Um, and I do still miss the landscape, even though it is undeniably really beautiful here in Colorado as well. I just love the ocean, you know, and the seaside and the greenery and the forests out there are just like very different from the forests here. Uh, but I went for a hike this morning and it did kind of like rejuvenate me a little bit. And I was like, you know, I just need to start getting out again more. I am very inspired by you. I was telling you this earlier in the week as well, because after you did the post-surgery episode, I was like, oh man, I got to... I got to get that vibe in my life somehow. I need to find a little bit more work-life balance. Um, I'm not really sure how I'm going to manage to do that, but <laughs> it, I am aspiring to it. So I'm I'm kind of like in a moment where I'm recalibrating how I want to use my time. Yeah, makes total sense. And I think that was the hardest part for me too is trying to prioritize what is important and what isn't and what I want to actually put my energy into and what I yeah. don't. That it can be challenging because I think a lot of us feel like we have to do everything, yeah. right? And I mean, I know you feel the same way that Absolutely. we have to do everything and we have to get it all done right away. And I think taking the pressure off of, oh, this needs to get done ASAP. I'm like, no, it can get done tomorrow. And if it's past the deadline, people will adjust in the line. It's been okay. And I think it's funny because I feel like every time I like hurry up and rush and try to do something and get something to somebody on time or get somebody to some someone early so that I have the time to be free and, you know, relax or whatever if I'm going on vacation, then they take forever to get back to me or they don't post the shit that I need posted or all Mm. of these things. So I'm like, you know what? I don't know why I'm putting all of this energy into making myself feel rushed and all of these things based on a deadline that someone's created for me that they're not going to stick to either. So I've just said, fuck it. And I'm going to give you the shit when you get it. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's a really healthy attitude. And I, I, aspire to that. I find that prioritizing is really, really hard. I've actually worked with my therapist on it. It was one of the first things we did together was trying to identify values and then prioritize them. Mm. Um, And I think that that is something I need to probably revisit because my my like default response is don't, it's hard to prioritize. So just don't just do everything. Just try to do everything all the time, mm. which is a terrible idea because a inevitably you cannot do that. Yeah. And then B you get extremely tired. I think the the biggest thing that has been so helpful for me that I have been kind of aligned with post-surgery is I started, I created a schedule that has like specific times of the day that are dedicated towards certain aspects of my life and certain projects or certain companies that I work with. And also there are some days that are just, you know, just me days, some days that are just a specific project day. And I think, and then also specific days for when Sophie works with me. And then I also planned out my entire month of what all the content that I'm going to be creating looks like, all of the categories, brainstormed everything out. And we spent about two hours doing that, but it set me up for an entire month. Yeah. And it has just... It, it 
magically makes you feel like you have more time in the day. Yeah. Because I don't really necessarily feel like I've scaled back super significantly, but I do feel like, I just feel like I've really gotten into a better groove of figuring out how to balance so many different components to my life. Yeah. And so that has been, that for me has been really, really helpful. I really want to try to do something similar. Shout out to my buddy, Jen, Jen, if you're listening. Um, my friend has also been kind of doing a similar thing where she works on a contractor basis as a freelance um, person. I won't get into details, but mm-hmm. anyways, she works freelance. And so she has been batching her work more to create more like four day work weeks where mm-hmm. she has more three day weekends or she takes like a chunk off every month. Um, so that she has more time like fully away from work and she's like an amazing gardener and she loves the outdoors and so that allows her to spend more time in nature and being like fully offline Um, and I really like that idea I don't know if that's feasible for me at this moment but I think it's a really good thing to aspire to if you have that flexibility and she actually also did an experiment earlier this spring where she went like fully offline mm. for her vacation, like unplugged the modem in her home and was like, here's an emergency number for me. Call me if you really need to. Wow. <laughs> and I, I was like so impressed by that because I definitely get into like a little bit of internet addictive behavior where I'm checking things that are not improving my life that are not, you know, improving my mindset. They're just kind of like time fillers. Yeah. Um, and I I definitely think it's a good practice to try to revisit, you know, what kind of time or stuff you're spending your time on, I guess. Yeah. I think also to be in tune with yourself emotionally to figure out when you are doing those things. Because I right. kind of had a little lull myself yesterday where I – was like, oh, I don't really know exactly what I want to do with my time. Or I just kind of was feeling antsy. And oftentimes when I feel bored or when I have those like feelings that feel a little unsettling, that can be really triggering for me with food. And I caught it right away, which is something that Hmm. I think in previous times would not have necessarily been the case for me. It could have caused me to spiral and I didn't. And I think it's just so interesting that like, I just am so fucking thankful for therapy because I have learned so much about emotions and being more in tune with myself and understanding which emotions I operate in more and actually being able to identify them. I just feel, I feel really, really grateful to be in the headspace that I'm in and to be able to be like, yeah, it's not going to be perfect every single time. Life isn't going to be amazing all the time. And that's okay. You have to learn how to navigate through that. And I think that's something that can be challenging for so many people Mm -hmm. because we just feel like life should be romanticized in every single component. And that's just not necessarily always true. Yeah, absolutely. And congratulations. Thank you. That's very exciting to like have that moment where you are able to help yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm actually really curious because I think you also redid your morning routine. Mm -hmm. Do you want to share? Yeah. So my morning routine now consists of me waking up every morning and making breakfast right away. So I make breakfast, let the pups out, feed them, feed myself, make a cup of coffee, and then I actually go back to bed. (laughs) Yeah. And I read for at least 30 minutes. And it has just been such a great way to start the day for me. And not be on my phone, not be on social media, not looking at other people's content 
the minute that I wake up has just been really, really helpful to the point where I half the time don't even sleep with my phone in my bedroom anymore. I just wake up when I wake up and get my day going whenever it is. I will say I'm pretty regimented regardless of whether I have an alarm or not, which I'm not right. an alarm person. So it's usually like a 6.30 a.m. wake up and then my morning routine gets me to 8 a.m. and then I'm ready to work. All the other things that I do as well, I've been intentionally getting dressed every single day and doing my skincare, doing my makeup, yeah. actually getting ready for the day, even though I know I work from home. I think it's just been so much better for my mental state to not spend the entire day in the same clothes yeah. that I sleep in. Though I'm all for spending the whole day in the same thing that you wore to bed. So, but yeah. I, it has been really nice for me. So that's been a big part of it too. So after I read, make my bed, do my skincare, makeup, put on an outfit. And it doesn't even have to be something that's like uncomfortable. It can still be loungewear. It just has to be different than what I was sleeping in. Yeah. I mm -hmm. like that. I yeah. think that's a really, there's a really good ideas mm -hmm. for a morning routine. Yeah. I'm not journaling in the mornings and I'm not meditating in the morning. However, those are things that are also components of, you know, my day as well. Have you done your monthly manifestations? No, I haven't. Okay. I want to do them with you. Yeah. I, ne I need to manifest some shit. I need to manifest <laughs> some shit too. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> so you've also, like you mentioned, you know, now that you have thought seriously about your departure from the springs uh -huh. all of a sudden you're getting like this influx of uh you know a social life and events yeah. that you're more interested in what kind of did anything in particular spark that or is it just like oh this is just happening I think it's partially just happening so there were two big things that I intentionally signed up for, which I haven't actually started yet. They'll start at the end of the month. And that was, I found a flute ensemble that I'm joining. Oh my God, that's I'm so cute. I'm so excited. I'm so, so excited because it's been, what, almost four years now since I've been in a music, music ensemble. Yeah. And so I'm super stoked about that. And then I'm also going to be taking a pottery class. Ooh. And I've made this entire big bucket list of things that I wanted to do before I leave Colorado. And I think that really helped me to start to actually get myself back out there because yeah. I think over the last couple of weeks since I've started to feel so much better, I have been going to coffee shops more and like going to events more and like actually leaving my house, mm -hmm. which I kind of feel like since I bought this house, when yeah. I'm in Colorado Springs, unless I'm hanging out with you, I don't really leave. Yeah. And I think that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. It's it's good to get out, and, and honestly, I also sometimes just forget the way it feels when you don't do it for a little while, because it feels very practical to be at home. You're like, oh, I'm not spending extra money, you know, um, I'm not, like, wasting my time. I can, I'm can i here, and I can work here, especially when you work from home. It's mm -hmm. like, there's no separation, and I can just do more yeah. um, all day long until I fall asleep, but uh, I think it's really healthy to, to go out and try new stuff around here. Mm -hmm. So that's what I've just been prioritizing more. I got to see one of my really good friends the other day and we got nice. dinner together and yeah, just gone to several coffee shops and ran into people who were like, oh my God, you're Katrina Nicole. I Cute. love you. And I just watched your salmon recipe when I was talking about the old white ladies who taught me <laughs> how to make the best salmon. And so nice. I was just like, it made me feel so good and validated. And I'm just like, yeah, you need to be more active outside of your home. Yeah. Like you don't have to be home every single day, all day. 
Yeah. I'm, I really want to actually find, I want to find some sort of fitness thing to do outside mm-hmm. of my house. Yeah. I think once I feel fully cleared to start dancing again, there is a dance studio mm. that's downtown that I think I am actually going to like. I will go once with you. Okay. <laughs> I may not go twice, but I'll at least go once with you. I'll do anything once. <laughs> so I want to hear about your vacation. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had a wonderful trip. So it wasn't super long. It was like eight days, but we flew out to Portland and we did a road trip. So we rented a car um, and we started by driving out to Cannon Beach, which is a very beautiful spot. If you've ever seen the movie Goonies, that's where Goonies was filmed. Uh, it's very famous because there are giant rocks along the shoreline that are in the water that like crop up out of the water that are really beautiful. So we drove down Highway 101, which is that famous highway that's like right on the coast. Like you're literally just driving along the ocean side, basically, for the entire state of Oregon. Um, I believe it also goes down through California, but I've never driven the California part. So we drove all the way down to the California border. We camped. And then the next morning we went to the Redwoods. So that was like the big reason for the trip was that my husband really, really wanted to see the Redwoods and the... Um, the trip was a gift for me to him for Christmas. So anyways, it is, I mean, if you haven't been like, you just, you have to go. Uh, I mean, it's, it's almost hard to explain how gorgeous the forest is. It looks like the land before time because Mm -hmm. it basically is, I mean, I'm sure it looked even more stunning before, you know, multitude of industrialized humans lived there, but, um, at the same time, the trees are like 1,000, 2,000 years old. They're just, they are themselves ancient creatures. And then they are physically enormous, right? You look up and you cannot see the top of the tree <laughs> because That's they're wild. that tall. Um, so it's very humbling. And, uh, you know, one of the hikes that we did, it's a hike to what is called the Grove of the Titans, which are some of the largest redwoods that you can see on a trail in the park. And there's kind of like a, there's a circular walkway that you take into the grove that you should stay on, right? Because they want you to stay on trail. So the closer you get into the grove, people were naturally like all becoming silent. Hmm. And by the time you get into the grove, even the kids were not really talking. They were just looking at these enormous trees and like one woman laid down on her back and just was like tree gazing. <laughs> like it was very special. You know, it's it's like a primordial reaction to the space and and the creatures that you're encountering in it uh and how beautiful it is. You know, everybody kind of naturally is like, wow, this is really, really beautiful. Ugh, now you're making me want to take a trip there. It you should so beautiful. It's really, I mean, yeah, you gotta go. It's just really nice. So we camped there Um, and then we spent a second day in the Redwoods. After that, we went and drove to Central Oregon because we wanted to go to Crater Lake National Park. Okay. Which also was so beautiful that it honestly looked fake. (laughs) I kid you not. Like, you, basically, you drive up uh, the mountains to the top of this volcano. Um, the lake is an imploded volcano. So there's a caldera, like a basin that was created from the volcanic explosion about 7,700 years ago. 
and then it filled with rainwater and snowmelt. So that's what the water is. It's about 2,000 feet deep, I believe, and it's the deepest lake in North America. Damn, that's a deep lake. Yeah, or at least in the U.S. Um, So it's extremely deep, and the day we were there was like blue skies, beautiful. There's still snow up there, even in June. There was significant snow. And in fact, the roadway that circles the rim is not open until July. So we hiked part of it, which was really beautiful. Um, I'll show you the pictures, but it's just, it's, I mean, it's breathtaking. Like I've never seen a color blue that looked that blue before in nature and everything like that. So that was awesome. Um, and then finally, we drove back where we actually took the volcanic scenic byway. Okay. So as you drive from south to north on that side of the mountains, you are driving up along the range of volcanoes that is scattered across Oregon. So it's like all the way up to Mount Rainier in Washington. You know, it's Mount St. Helens, Mount Rainier, Mount Hood. Um, and so you're just driving along and seeing like all these beautiful snow-capped volcanoes the whole way. I guess I didn't realize that there were so many volcanoes in that region of the of the US. Yeah. Huh. So finally we ended up in Portland. I stuffed my face. Like I had like I honestly got like a little bit of anxiety at the end of the trip because I was like, I have limited meals on this trip. <laughs> like how how should I spend my meals? Like I really wanted to make sure that I didn't eat anything less than like the best thing I could find because you know I only had five meals there it was like dinner well (laughs) I mean I probably ate more than three during the day that we were like going around doing nothing but eating but then anyways it was delicious Portland has like the best fucking food scene oh my god I love Portland's food (sighs) it was so nice it was so nice I I loved my trip to Portland it was actually Right as the world was getting ready to shut down, March of 2020, I was in uh, Portland and a little tiny beach town in, that's like, I don't know, two and a half hours away from Portland as well. And it was just so beautiful. We got to spend a couple of weeks out there learning how to do glass blowing. And yeah. it was just like such a vibe. I was really there for it. I just don't know that I could live in a climate that's so gray. Yeah. There are other areas, obviously, if you live more inland, away from the water, that aren't quite as gray, but that defeats the purpose. Yeah. I mean, well, actually, so I will say we drove through Bend, which I think is probably quite a bit sunnier because it's on the other side of the mountain Mm -hmm. range. Um, And Bend actually kind of gave me It's like if you smashed up Colorado Springs in Portland, you Mm. get Bend. Really? Yeah, except it's smaller than here. So it's only about 100,000 people, but it's a very, like, outdoorsy vibes because there's a lot of uh, national forests Mm -hmm. surrounding Bend and mountains, and you can ski in the winter, and you can do rafting and kayaking in the summer, and mountain biking. And so, like, we had lunch in Bend, and I was like, mm, this feels kind of familiar. <laughs> like, this has definitely got some overlap with the Colorado vibes. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, in general, just uh, a lovely trip. And, you know, I feel like <laughs> my husband and I are always, we don't really take vacations, per se. Yeah. We take adventures. Um, which I, that sounds like I'm congratulating myself. I'm not, it's, it's actually just like an, a sickness with both of us where we're like, 
every moment of life that we are not doing work, we should be doing something new or like seeing something new. And I think that's part of the reason we're together, right? Is that we both want to go out and do a bunch of stuff whenever we get the chance. Yeah. But at the same time, like every once in a while, I'm like, dude, I, I really just need to take a staycation or something. Like, <laughs> when do I just go sit on the beach? Um, so it's, you know, it's a mix. Like, there wasn't a ton of downtime on this trip at all because we wanted to hit so many places. Yeah. But it was, they were all great places, so no complaints. Okay, I need the list of the top places that you ate at. Like, top three. <sighs> oh Maybe we're top five if you're going to give five. Okay, so num- number one was an actual, like, taco cart. Ooh, Okay. And it was literally just a taco cart sitting in a concrete parking lot. (laughs) We were like, there was one other dude there, I think. Um, And and I actually think that they had two locations. So I I don't know. It was like 90 degrees that day that we were in Portland. So it was like very hot. Maybe that's partially why there weren't a ton of people there. Anyways, it was all birria. Mm. And it was the fucking best it was so i can't describe to you so i had a vampiro which is like a tostada but with a cheese layer like melted on to the tostada Mm. and i had a molita which is like a quesadilla on steroids basically (laughs) so it was like a really really cheesy delicious just like so good my husband got uh birria ramen so yeah they just like put in the birria in the instant noodles tapatio instant noodles if you know you know um so that was my favorite probably honestly because you know i cannot resist a good taco i know you're a slut for the tacos i am i just uh, mexican food is (laughs) top tier it is the best um but i also love japanese food and we went to a really good place that serves katsu sandwiches and they make their own milk bread which is key if you like a katsu sandwich so it's a bakery and it does the sandwiches so that was really really good um and then then the morning that we flew out we went to a place called the the twisted croissant so that was delicious like their baked goods were on point yeah, I think those were my top three. I don't know. I'm probably, I actually haven't posted any of my food stuff to Insta yet because I haven't had time, but I, I need to do like a full day of Portland eating to share with people who are going because oh it was, oh, oh my God, it was just so good. And if we can, we'll link some of the places that yeah you just mentioned in the show notes. For sure. Oh my God, that sounds so good. If you like food, get yourself to Portland. Yes. I or loved- coffee or beer. Or anything, really. Or donuts. Yes. I had really good donuts. So I went to two donut places in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) I planned this out, obviously. Um, I'd been to Voodoo on a previous trip. Voodoo is kind of the one that's the most famous, I would say, in Portland. But I'm not actually a big Voodoo fan. I like Voodoo donuts, but they're, like, pretty national now. Like, you can get them in the Denver airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I... You know, it's not, it's the style that's not for me. Okay. I don't like a bunch of shit on my donuts. Okay. That's I want a traditional donut, more or less. Mm-hmm. But like a fried donut or a cake donut? Either one. Okay. As long as the oil is fresh, the donut is fresh, and the icing is delicious. But I don't want, I don't want like crumbled up stuff on top. Yeah. That's, I don't know, it's too much for me. Okay. So I went to Doe's Donuts, which is a vegan donut place, which, if you're not vegan and you feel skeptical, don't. It's legit. It was super good. 
I got their Earl Grey donut, and it was so, so good. So good. Mm. Um, My husband got a sour watermelon donut, and I tried it, and it was incredibly good. Sour watermelon? It was, like, mouth-puckering. Like, it was legit sour, and it was so good. Huh. I'm telling you. So, get yourself to Doe's Donuts if you like donuts. And then we also went to Pip's Chai and Donuts, and they make, like, fresh donut holes, like, tiny little donut holes, and then they have a bunch of different types of chai. And we got, like, super gingery chai with, like, cardamom in it and everything, and I was, like, in heaven. So good. <laughs> I could talk about this for hours, like, in I'm detail. Like, I'm, like, legit. I'm just, like, ah, oh, take me somewhere where the food is good. I know. I, I'm, like... I'm now on a mission, though. I was telling my hairstylist, Amy, shout out if you're listening. Um, I was talking to her yesterday, and I was like, I'm just, I need to, like, go out and find the places here. Like, there must be better places than I know about. There have to be. (laughs) I'm going to go looking for them. Good luck. Thank you. (laughs) I think I've eaten a lot more. I have eaten out a lot more than you have. You probably have. I don't know, man. And if they're not here, they just, they need, this needs to become a foodie town okay, for me. Okay, so I did go to a new place in Colorado Springs that's actually kind of over by where I live, and they had birria tacos. Were, Were they, they the best? Okay. No. Were they the worst? No. But okay. I actually feel like everybody that was in there, it was like straight, everybody spoke Spanish. Okay. And it's That kind gives of, me confidence. It, it's kind of a hole-in-the-wall place, but I kind of feel like their birria tacos in particular are like something that people who aren't necessarily Hispanic are coming to look for, if mm. that makes sense. Is so, this a trend with the be, birria? Like, be, like, like for white people, yes, basically, I'm it saying. Is, is this yeah. trendy? <laughs> it is kind of trendy right now. Uh, I but, mean, I'm down with it. It's delicious. Uh, yeah, it is really good. I yeah. like it too. But I think that a lot of their other things on their menu were what most everybody that was, mm. like Latino was actually ordering. So I want to go back again and I want to order something I'll different. And the prices were amazing. Like okay. I got two birria taco plates for $20. Yeah. So it was like a really good... And it was three tacos each. Yeah. So I actually suspect, I feel like they're, that the hidden gems here are not the fine dining. I think they're the, the no, cheapies. They are. Oh, yeah. also, mm, speaking of hidden gems that okay. look like trash from the outside, but are fucking phenomenal. There is this Greek restaurant also by my house. Okay. I, like I have food. to take you. I have to take you. It is so go. good. The Spanakopita is amazing. Their chicken and kebab plates are amazing. Okay. I've had everything on their menu. When my mom was here visiting, we had it five times. She was only no. here for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> like, she loved it. It's okay. so, so good. So there, I have actually found some I have of hope. the, like, hidden gem places that you don't necessarily want to go to and eat. Because, right. like, there's not really, like, a great sit-down experience, yeah. but the food is phenomenal. So I think I have, like, three places that are like that. Yeah. I mean, I like a good sit-down every once in a while, but honestly, not required. Yeah. I just want it to taste incredibly good. Mm-hmm. That's my priority. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll have to do a little food have, tour. Okay. We're, we're going to do an episode. You know what? We're going to do a mukbang, and yes. I'm going to get all the food from all these places that okay. are, like, these hole-in-the-wall spots, and we're yes. just going to, like... I'm going to get you Break the best donuts in town because I don't think you've had them. I have not had them. Okay. I have not. All right. There's actually le- one legit donut place here. Okay. 
as far as I know, just the one, in my opinion. But yeah, because I am not a fan of the one that everybody loves in Colorado Springs. Yeah, I think it's will. disgusting, and I'm not even going to say their name because they don't deserve airtime. <laughs> We're skipping. We're skipping. Oh, Anyhoozle. <laughs> that place. Mm. Oh, God. It is so unsanitary. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <sighs> um. Yeah. So, okay. You dangled a few carrots in front of us right at the beginning. Let's get to them. Okay. Before we get to the juicy-ass carrot, tell us a little bit more about the Lululemon video, because I don't think you actually mentioned which product it was for, and I think it's really cool. Yeah, it's the Lululemon mirror, which is this virtual, well, it's a physical mirror, but it's a virtual workout experience that almost feels like Web3, if that makes sense. Like it's kind of like futuristic in terms of how the actual experience is. There are thousands of different workouts that you can choose from, whether it's chair workouts, like if you're a person who's just getting back into working out, they have like a full seated chair workout series that you can do. There's yoga, there's Pilates. They also are starting to collaborate with some of my other really favorite yoga companies. Like they're doing a whole series with yoga six right now then there's dance and hit and all kinds of different things and it's just such a cool it's just so fun and interactive I'm such a class person and I think that's one of the things that I feel like I'm missing when I'm at home is that like I don't have that same right experience of working out with people in class but what's really cool about it is you can actually see in real time how many people are also working out with you and at the bottom of the mirror you see like the little bubbles of everybody who's also working out with you at the same time and then your instructor like you see your instructor in the mirror and then you can mirror them and see yourself it's just a really amazing product. I absolutely love it. And I think like if it wasn't something that I was working on with them, I definitely would purchase it now as well. I it's just so fun. I really, really enjoy it a lot. And it's kind of cool too because you can control the whole thing from your phone and your phone kind of becomes the remote. It plays super loud music from the mirror. It has amazing speakers in it as well. And it's just a really amazing experience. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So if if people haven't seen this before, it is what it's like basically the lar- a large mirror, like the type you would lean up against a wall. Yes. You can lean it up against a wall or you can also hang it on your wall. Mine's personally leaning just because I just had this room renovated and I don't want to stick yeah. holes in it. Uh, but it is like a normal size mirror. It's not like super oversized by any means. It's not like the other mirrors in my house that are like <laughs> You have the biggest mirrors I've ever seen. <laughs> Everybody comes to my house and they're like, what the hell? You have like seriously massive mirrors. I do. But yeah. this is like a normal sized one. Okay. And uh, I really, really like it. What's I, your favorite workout that you've done with it? So I really have been, because I'm not able to do a ton of core workout right now. I've been doing a lot of their upper body workouts, which I really enjoy. And then I've also been using it for meditation because they have full meditation series too. Awesome. So yeah. I like that. Yeah. I love it. Cool. I'll have to check it out the next time I'm over. Yeah. Hmm, that's fun. Okay. Well, let's not delay. Let's let the the people into the juiciest <sighs> tidbits. <laughs> Uh, you're dating. Yes. How much do you want to tell us? You want to give us a little scoop, a little preview? Okay, so (laughs) I had a first date. We're going to call this guy the Italian Stallion. (laughs) (laughs) Because... (laughs) 
Um, he is very Italian. He's very family oriented and it's like a big part of his identity of mm. being, being Italian. So we'll call him the Italian stallion. And we met on Hinge, which shout out to Hinge for, <laughs> actually I have a friend who works for Hinge and she gave me like the premium, like Rolls Royce of Hinge essentially for nice. a year. So I've been using like the premium version, which has been really nice. But anyways, he reached out to me. He started the conversation of asking what my preferred wine was, whether it was red or white. So that's kind of how the conversation Wait, what's began. the answer? I got to know. Well, it depends. I okay. like Chardonnay, but specifically I like the butter Chardonnay. Uh-huh. And then I'm a Malbec girl, specifically okay. from Argentina. I'm okay. very particular. Spe- specific. <laughs> I'm very specific. But... The next question that he asked, he's like, if there was one wine that you could drink for the rest of your life, what would it be? And that's actually a rosé, and it's called Summer Water. Mm. Oh, so good. Okay. It's light, crispy, refreshing. Delicious. So delicious. Just like summer in a nice little bottle. Okay, side note, I love buttery Chardonnays. I did not know this about you, and I feel like we need to share a glass. Have we ever even drank? We drank wine together like once. Like, I don't like even it was remember when that was. <laughs> it was just at dinner. It wasn't like, let's get wine drunk. Okay. <laughs> it was just at dinner. On the agenda. Uh, all right. So he's asking about wines. Uh-huh. Did he love your answers? He Is did. that Okay. He did love my answers. And uh, we just had an immediate connection. And it was just like... Nice. The conversation was so incredible. And I think the thing that's so wild is he's so young. He's mm-hmm. so much younger than me. But he is the most emotionally intelligent and sensitive man that I've ever met. And it is pretty wild to me that someone who is younger, because I think a lot of times we feel like men don't age as quickly as women do, and they're not as mature as women are, which... I mean, in my experience, it has been pretty true. And I feel like all of the men that I've dated that are 10 years older than me or more are still quite literally child (laughs) children. Like, whatever. Anyways, so we had a really great conversation. And then he asked me for my number. And I gave him my number. And of course, me and my astrology obsessed ass asked him when his birthday was. And he responded, like, with what the date was and everything and the year. And he was like, let me know if you need the time, wink face. (laughs) And I was like, he knows what I'm about to do. (laughs) And so uh, the next day, I I texted him the next day because we were, like, texting super late into the night. And I was like, I would actually love to know the time. And then, like, later on in the day, he's like, so have you looked at our astrology charts yet or what? Because, like, (laughs) I didn't tell him anything. And so then I went and did a deep dive. And astrologically speaking, we are perfectly aligned. Aries and Sagittarius tend to be the most sexually aligned, the most, like, energetically aligned. He's a Sag. And if you know anything about love and astrology, if your moons match each other, so if your moon and the person that you're with, their sun, is the same, you kind of can, like, communicate on the same wavelength. So he is an Aries moon, I'm an Aries sun. It's just, like, match made in heaven. It's pretty scary like reading everything and talking about like how all of these things are so perfectly aligned and uh it's pretty it's pretty cool so um we had our first date and it was great we actually ended up going to a restaurant that was new to both of us because the place that we wanted to go to uh was closed for renovations 
And so we went to Miguel's, which is a Mexican restaurant, okay. and uh, we shut it down. We were there nice. till they closed. We Aww. were the last people to leave, and uh, it was it was really great. That's awesome. So I think I met my soulmate. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for you. Yeah, I love the pairing too, yeah. and and I like the kind of questions he was asking you. Yeah, very. I think. I mean, we talked about things that we learned in past relationships, what we look for in partners. I mean, the conversations have been so honest and so open, and I think that is so refreshing because that's something that I value so much in looking for a partner and in looking for, uh, you know, someone to to potentially do life with. And and we were very aligned there, too. Like, I asked him what he was looking for, and he said he was looking for his partner in life. And when he asked me what I was looking for, I said, I'm looking for my future baby daddy. And he's like, perfect. We're on the same (laughs) length. (laughs) Yeah. So, so yeah, so I think it's really interesting to date someone who is in who is dating for the same reasons that you are, who's yes. dating for long-term commitment, yeah. not just dating to date. Yeah, that's so interesting that you say that cuz I I love the matchmaking shows that have been airing mm-hmm. and I just finished the Jewish matchmaking uh show on Netflix. Yes. I'm like in love with the matchmaker. Like I she's so like smart and intuitive and like really has a head on her shoulders you can see why she's good at her job but very much brings to mind what you're just saying like it is a very different thing to date for the purpose of finding a partner rather than to have fun and there's nothing wrong with that of course but you know it is two different goals and I think that sometimes something that's really hard it was hard for me and I think it's hard for other people is when you're a bit younger and you're like I don't know which goal I'm actually pursuing here. And I'm afraid to ask the other person what goal they are pursuing, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So I'm glad that you guys are like on the same page with that. Yeah. And we both even agreed, like, even if it doesn't work out, we are really happy that we both got to meet each other. Yeah. And that we both have been able to experience each other's energy because we are like, it's just so amazing when you meet somebody and you're like, man, it just feels easy. It feels comfortable and relaxed. It feels like we've known each other way longer than we actually have. And yeah, so I'm excited to see where things go. Yay. Mm -hmm. Love is in the air. I know. (laughs) A little sparkle of romance. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. I'm excited for you. Me too. Awesome. Well, my dove, what has been bringing you great joy in terms of stuff, services, items? Perhaps a ritual, perhaps a habit. I don't know. What's good this week? Well, I did try the face masks that you recommended. (laughs) Okay, I'm already laughing because I saw your Insta story. I'm kind of pissed or miffed, (laughs) I should say, because I was expecting it to look like the color of the packaging. Yeah. It does not. Not exactly. Not even close. No. But how did it make your skin feel? I mean, I felt like a glazed donut, which yes. is exactly what I'm going for yeah. all the time. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I definitely am here for the sheet mask moment. I think that it makes so much sense to do a sheet mask because you just get to peel it off and then you don't have to worry about the the cleanup, like the the cleanup of a normal mask that we typically use in the U.S., I also think a lot of the U.S. masks, well, the market has changed a lot for facial masks, Mm -hmm. but like when I was younger, most of them were for acne clearing and they were very, very drying. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a lot of those still. 
Um, but I really like the, I, I don't really need detoxing. I no, need hydration. Exactly. And that's really what sheet masks are for, mm-hmm. right? They're for getting you all juicy and plump. Yeah. Which is what I need. Yeah. I will say this was another thing that was hard coming back here from Portland. I was like, my skin and my hair looks so much better. <laughs> Just like so much better. Instantaneously. I'm giving you the side eye right now because the humidity level here right now is fucking 85%. And I wish it were higher. I'm, it's too I'm, high. I'm unsatisfied. It's, it is too high. I, I want am- to live in a swamp so that I look like a youthful queen. <laughs> I'm telling you, my hair is not happy about the humidity <laughs> level that we have here in Colorado Springs. It's actually a beautiful day here today for it once. Is. It's nice. It's been like, I don't even know what feels like 50 days of continuous yeah. rain. It's been an unusual spring and summer. I will I'm say not that. I'm here for it. And I literally <laughs> asked Alexa the other day what the humidity level was, and she told me it was 85%. And I was like, this is not okay with me. Yeah, it has been storming every day, but it's still, for me, I just need that moisture. Mm-mm. I need that moisture. Nope. I'm aging. I'm 41, okay? <laughs> she said I'm 41. <laughs> <laughs> What are you loving? Okay. um, I'm actually loving books. Okay. You know, surprise, surprise. (laughs) But (laughs) so I really like to listen to audiobooks. Obviously, I also love podcasts. And a lot of the time, I end up getting distracted by podcasts and not reading the audiobooks because obviously it's a lot easier to fit in podcasts, Mm -hmm. right? Like here and there, if I'm like walking on my treadmill or, you know, hiking. I often just like default to podcasts because, again, shorter, but worth it to invest in audiobooks. So I've listened to a couple on our road trip. Like my husband and I listened to them together, mm-hmm. and that was really fun. So, one that I would highly, highly recommend is Tim Robbins, the actor, reading Fahrenheit 451 by Ray Bradbury. Oh. He was such a good voice actor. Like, you know, not all audiobooks are created alike. Like mm-hmm. the reader does make a, a big difference, I find. And he was ju- he just read it so well. It was so compelling. Like it's a classic piece of literature in the first place, but listening to him read it was really cool. And then I also listened to Diane Keaton reading Joan Didion's essays, Slouching Towards Bethlehem, which is, I love her essays. Like, I love her work in general. And then, like, Diane Keaton was such a good match for that. It was, like, the perfect energy. Um, So get yourself an Audible subscription. I get, I think I get the one book a month. I do, too. Yeah. Um, And I, I really enjoy that. So that was a lot of fun. And then I'm also listening to Black Sun by Rebecca Roanhorse. Mm. She is a fantasy author. Um, I believe she's an indigenous woman. And this particular fantasy is about like pre-Columbian America and sort of imagining what the Mesoamerican cultures might have been like in sort of a magical way, in a very fantasy way. But it's really cool. It's it's very unique. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of like pre-Columbian American fantasy and and. There should be, because it's really neat. Um, And she's a good writer. I wonder if that's something I would enjoy reading. I think you would, actually. Yeah. I think you would like it. Um, And But the audiobook, they got, like, four different people to do different chapters. One of them is Kara G., who is an actor that was in The Expanse, and she's an indigenous Canadian woman. Okay. And I really like her reading. Like, she's just really good. 
I have a hard time listening to fictional books. Mm. I like to listen to books that are nonfiction, Hmm. but for some reason, listening to fiction, it, it, it puts me to sleep right away. I don't know why. So I do listen to it on purpose in the evening, and I do fall asleep to it. Mm. But I just back it up. I just find that, like, super soothing. Honestly, like, like, I've done this recently over the past maybe month, month and a half, and I'm like, am I just five years old? You know, like, (laughs) do I want someone to read me to bed? Like, (laughs) But, you know, you can have that as an adult. If there are things that you liked as a kid and you're not doing them, why not? Yeah. Just treat yourself. Absolutely. So that's what's been um, giving me some life, along with this matcha lemonade that you brought me, which is mm-hmm. absolutely my favorite Starbucks drink at the moment. So good. Well, I think you'd like the one that I got, too. This What'd is a get? new one to me. This one is the Grande Cinnamon Cold Foam. It's the Cinnamon Caramel Cold Foam Nitro Cold Brew. It is a mouthful. Is it only sweet in the foam? Or it's only sweet in the foam. Okay, then I could maybe do it. Yeah, it's I don't only sweet in the foam. like sweetener in the actual coffee. I don't really either. I this kind of reminds me of the one that I used to love, which is the um, shaken espresso, the, mm-hmm. the brown sugar, brown sugar, yeah. oat milk shaken espresso. But it's too much oat milk for me, and it's too much sugar. Yeah. So this is like the cousin to that, and okay. it's way better. All right, I'll have to try it. Yeah, I trust you. Mm-hmm. All right, my dear. I think we have we've covered myriad topics today. Yes. We have talked about work work life balance. We've talked dating, we've talked travel. We've talked fun stuff. Yeah. So, I hope everyone is having an amazing week out there. Be well. Find some work life balance. Mm-hmm. I think is the takeaway from this episode because if you make room in your life, you might just meet someone whose star chart works perfectly with your own. And on that note, <laughs> we will see you next week. <laughs> Bye-bye. Subscribe to Big Girls Gone Wild wherever you get your podcasts like iTunes or Spotify. We'd love it if you leave us a comment or a question and don't forget to rate the pod. Thanks for listening. Stay Stay wild, wild, y'all.